Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome to the Fantasy... <clears throat> why, why did I... Why was that such like a raspy... Welcome to the Fantasy Champions. Welcome. Welcome to the Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. It's Bob Mercado. What's up? Uh, yeah, no, I don't know what that was. That's um, that's you on like three hours of sleep. Yeah. I was just telling Rick before we started that um, I woke up at like 2 a.m. I went to bed at like 1130 or at least I fell asleep then. Yeah, like I said, three hours of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Woke up at two, couldn't fall back asleep. It's going to hit you hard in like an hour. Yeah, dude, I'm going to be like conking, and I have so much work I need to do. Good luck. Take a, take a break and talk about fantasy football for an hour and a half. Is that how long this takes? <laughs> we'll see. I'm Sometimes also extremely hungry. But that's enough complaining. Uh, it's week 12. Wow, it is week 12, huh? Some leagues are still doing that week 16 championship. So uh, this week, next week, two last two weeks of the regular season for you. If you're doing a week 17 championship, extending your season one week because the uh, extended regular season for the NFL, uh, then you got three more weeks. Yeah. This is insane. Is that how it should be? Most most leagues. Which way should it be? It should probably be the week 17. I know a lot of leagues. I forgot to change one this year, which kind of sucks. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that, actually, if you were going to change it now or not. Because I'm (laughs) in another league. Well, because I'm in another league, and they just just did that last week. Someone brought it up to him, and he was like, oh, my bad, and changed it. Yeah, I don't think anyone even thought about it. There, there's leagues that, no. that are like 13 weeks too. So, yeah, it's not even based like that's not even the base on uh, sleeper either. If you start a league, it starts at at week 16 championship. Right. Yeah. But Which... either way, the season is almost over. This is grind time. Okay. This is this is the time for you uh, to construct your your fantasy team and and start building. I don't think. There's going to be too many waiver wire moves that you can make at this point that are going to change your team. Most of those happen within the first five or six weeks of the season. Um, but we're going to give you guys that you should pick up for this week, you know, specific matchups that are good. We'll see. Okay. okay. Uh, but anyway, before we jump into the waiver wire, check out our website, fansjammies.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. You can uh, listen on Apple Pod, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and any other podcast platforms. Be sure you leave a review there and share this pod with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, and then like and comment down below. Any waiver wire questions you may or may not have. Like, oh, should uh, you drop LaVisca Chenault? Yeah, that's a, that's a question that a lot of people get right now. You keep, you keep him in a dynasty league. Yeah. There are right, some players. There are some players that are dynasty uh, <clears throat> uh, darlings or Twitter darlings, mm-hmm. and they love these guys on Twitter. And maybe they aren't just any good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bought into Lavisca because of Twitter, and well, 
I know. Thanks, Twitter. You know, next year I'm gonna try to avoid all the Twitter takes. We'll see what happens. Well, I mean, you gotta. Well, yeah, no, avoid the Twitter takes and formulate your own takes, even if they match the Twitter takes. It, it honestly makes me scared if it matches the Twitter takes. <laughs> this is one uh, guy on Twitter. I can't remember what his, his name is. Not to at somebody on the podcast, but uh, it literally Twitter bio Jalen Hurts hater. And so you can imagine the stuff that comes out of this. Account. Yeah. Um, three weeks ago, he said that they should bench Jalen Hurts for Gardner Minshew. Just to see what Minshew can oh, do. Boy. And, uh, and then, and then Jalen Hurts has been actually pretty good the last three weeks. Yep. What is decent. he, what is he saying now? Um, very quiet. I, right. All I hear is chirping in the, in the background, you know, not like, like chirping and like trash talk chirping as in like silence but either way yeah um i don't know what what brought me down that path but let's do let's do some waiver wires for uh week 12 and we're going to discuss each position at nauseum um and and tell you who to pick up for the week um so if you're still at this point streaming quarterbacks we'll start there um, and there's always the same uh, three guys on the list. Did Daniel Jones have a good game last night? No, he did not. Okay, so what the frick is he doing on this list? I don't know. <laughs> don't pick up Daniel Jones. That's I'm good. First four weeks of the season, Daniel Jones is fantastic. Since week four, though, he's been hot garbage. Yeah. Um. All right, so I will say uh, the number one guy is probably going to be Cam Newton. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. So I don't know what the Panthers are going to look like. Do you remember Cam beginning of last season with the Patriots? Arm was still fresh. You know, didn't have to run around all offseason. He was at home all the time and training and working out and getting ready for the season. And the first five, six weeks of the season, it looked real good. And then he got COVID. And then after that, I don't know if it was COVID or just Cam Newton late season. But mm-hmm. after about six to ten games, he started to fall off. So, uh, interestingly enough, they only are going to have him for like eight weeks or so. So uh, you might be, you might get the best of Cam in these yeah. eight weeks. But he had uh, in four uh, what is it four point touchdown league? He had twenty six fantasy points. That's uh, that's pretty good. He did, however, only have one hundred nine eighty nine <laughs> passing yards. On 2021, yeah. 21 completion. <laughs> that that's kind of gross. Like, that's going to be like five or six yards. Per, yeah, per that's kind of gross. Yeah. But either way, he had two passing touchdowns, 46 rush yards, and then uh, I think he had three total touchdowns in the game. Um, so for me, like when you look at Cam, obviously the big draw to Cam is the fact that he – rushes um and if they yeah. get into the goal line and like they're either giving it to McCaffrey or they're running it with Cam and Cam provides a very high upside of uh scoring a rushing touchdown in the game. Um he's got two consecutive ones since coming back. <laughs> so yeah. Uh if he scores a rushing touchdown in a game that's really good and if he does other things uh really well which he kind of did in the last week, um it means you know good things for the week, but he get a good base floor 
if he can get 10 fantasy points passing, that's great. Um, but he'll get around 10 fantasy points possibly on a game just rushing. So um, that's a reason why to pick him up. And I don't think this is just a pickup for the week because he does play uh, Miami this week, which is a very, very good matchup. So that's streamable. But he's got Miami, bye week Atlanta, and then Buffalo, which is going to be tough. Tampa, a little bit easier. And then New Orleans, real easy for the championship week. Um, so I think I think Cam's a good add just for the rest of the season, not just for this week. And we'll see if he can continue to have uh, good fantasy performances going down the stretch. But I've seen good things, not passing-wise, but. <laughs> yeah. No, I've seen good things too. I mean, he had some – he did have some good things. Good throws. I watched a lot of that game. Um, mm-hmm. He also had moments where he looked like Cam Newton from last year. Yeah, and like I got some that disgusting game before, I only saw throws. <laughs> Cam Newton throws. Yeah, he had. He, yeah, he had some really bad ones. Yeah, but he also made some really good plays. Um, you know, he he's already five touchdown passes away from what he did last season. Already, what did he, he have? Three touchdown. Oh, I thought he had eleven. No, he only had eight passing touchdowns last year. Holy crap. Yeah. He had 12 rushing, though. So, I mean, kind of. Did he have a a year under Matt Rule? I don't think he did. I can't remember. I don't know. I think he got hired and then they moved on from him. Because it wasn't Matt Rule's first year last year. It might have been. I want to say it was. I think 2019 was his first year. You know, I don't know. I mean, uh, if that was the case, then he would have. Either way, I don't know why he. Maybe, maybe he was right. Maybe his arm feel is is better. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, he still had some garbage throws, but um, overall, though, he he did play really well. I think, um, with all things considered, and against Miami, it's a good matchup. Atlanta's a great matchup after the bye. Um, Buffalo's kind of tough. Mm-hmm. Tampa has been decent, and then New Orleans is a good matchup. So. He has mostly good matchups rest of the season. Um, so he should definitely be picked up if you're streaming and like you could plug and play him depending on the week. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, can we, can we, can I say something? Yeah. I don't know if I'm wrong, but is it me or is the quarterback play in the NFL this year really bad? <laughs> it seems like it. Patrick but Mahomes went on a stretch of sucking. I heard the stat the other day before last night. Brady had thrown five picks in two games. Uh, Honestly, the last lately. few weeks, Russ Brady has not bad. looked good. Yeah, no, I'm he, not... he did look good last night against the Giants. Yeah, I mean, but before that, it was... Yeah, he wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody told me that. I was like, wait a minute. I haven't been watching. Bucks Even the Giants, so like the first... He had he did look good overall, but there mm-hmm. were some plays where I was like, oh. He made. Yeah, he might be starting to. Well, it is late season, so. Yeah. But either way, the quarterback play has been just like I can't think of one quarterback that has just been like blowing people out of the water. Yeah, that's why Derrick Henry was going to win MVP (laughs) before he got hurt. I wanted to see. I don't think a running back has ever won MVP. (laughs) Oh, it's been a while, but yeah. A while. But anyway. I wanted to reference that because I feel like there's so many quarterbacks that are just not like look at Jalen Hurts might not have a starting job next year and he's a QB one overall in fantasy. Yeah, I mean he has also has eight rushing touchdowns for six hundred rushing yards, but he's actually been pretty good the last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so 
like we said, Cam Newton, definitely a guy that you want to add. Um, some might say Carson Wentz against Tampa. Tampa had lost a lot of players in their secondary and, you know, uh, basically started allowing a lot more. They've come into their own at this point in the season. I think they've gotten some players back. They're gotten more healthy. So the Tampa Bay secondary is, is a little bit better. I don't know if we want to add Carson Wentz, um, especially coming off the last two weeks where he had seven against Jacksonville, 14 against Buffalo. Um, or no, 11 against Buffalo. Because they're finally giving Jonathan Taylor 25 carries a game. Yeah, I mean, that, game. look, they're winning. So, yeah, could go either way. But, yeah, so I don't like Carson Wentz this week. I don't know if you do. Um, I I don't dislike him because I do think they're going to have to throw the ball more against Tampa. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. But I don't think he's getting, like, 25 fantasy points. Like, you, you plug him in there and just hope that um, he plays okay. I think his floor is decently high because, like I said, they're going to throw the ball a lot, but mm-hmm. um, I, I'm not expecting a big game from him. Yeah. I'd rather Cam Newton, for sure. Okay. Um, Teddy Bridgewater coming off a bye, going up against Chargers D. They've been going to get quarterbacks. I'd say no on him. Um, I would agree. What I, I wouldn't do this, but what are your thoughts about Mac Jones against Tennessee? Oh, Mac attack. Um, yeah, probably not. I mean, he's been – he's had – like two good weeks. Um, well, he's, he's had one week over 22 and then against Cleveland, he had 19, which I would consider decent. Mm-hmm. Um, have the Titans been good against quarterbacks though? Um, no, like according to sleeper, I, well, I, okay. can pull it up. I, I can pull it up right now. I got it in front of me. Um, they have given up so far this year, 20 fantasy points to the quarterback position per game, yeah. which is fifth in the NFL. Fifth easiest matchup. So maybe I mean I I would start him over Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I would too. I my concern with Mac is that the way the Patriots run their offense works yeah. for the NFL and beating teams there, but it doesn't really work fantasy for fantasy. Like like well, one of like one of Mac Jones's best games of the season was against Cleveland, and he only threw 198 passing yards. I was I was gonna say it's the it's the passing yards. I mean, he's only thrown over 300 yards once. And it's just, it's because, it's because he's, the, the, honestly, the rushing game has been so good that they don't really need to throw it all that much. You've seen like in the first couple weeks of the season here, Mac had 39, 30, 51, 40, 30 pass attempts. And then since we, that week uh, against Houston, where he threw 30 times, He's had 21, 36, 35, 18, 23, and 26 pass attempts. Yeah. I just don't know if I want that. Yeah, I don't, I don't like want Like, if that. he was throwing 35 pass attempts a game, then there's a good shot that he would get up to 250, 300 yards. But it's, you know. And against Tennessee, who knows? Maybe he has to pass the ball more, but I don't know. I'm not really interested in Mac this week either. Is there any other quarterbacks? Because I feel like this list is just dead. Um, no, <laughs> I think that's it. It's really the end of the list. Okay. Um, let's move to the next position, which is the running back position. Um, there are some intriguing guys here, but I, like I said, this, this late in the season, it's really not that great of a situation. Um, I would pick up Latavius Murray. That would be probably one of my favorite guys to pick up. Um, because he would be coming back from injury. Correct. Um, 
I believe so, yeah. So he would end up being uh, the number one running back for... Do you think they would still go with Freeman, though? The way he's been playing? Um, No. I mean, I don't know if he's been playing good. Fantasy-wise, he has, but three yards a carry last two weeks. Kind of so, yeah, worse. Murray was... He came back and he played and he saw 12 touches, Latavius Murray. This week, I think they looked. It looked as though they were kind of easing easing him back in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I would add Latavius Murray because there's always a shot that he ends up being, you know, the feature guy there. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you disagree with that. The, the, the running back position sucks. Yeah, I mean, to me, they're both kind of. It, it's just like I'm not sure if they they were easing him into it or Devonta Freeman has just taken over the role. Um, just and him. we won't be able to tell until next week really and further down the line but even if freeman has taken over they could always switch right uh but yeah i mean it's a it's an rbbc either way um i think he's probably worth a pickup just because the running back position is so bad but i'm not excited about him at all okay um what about ty john the jets yeah i was gonna say well michael carter's out for a couple weeks um so the jets running back situation could be pretty good i and i would choose ty johnson even though um he had one carry this week that's kind of gross did michael carter get hurt um during i did not watch the hate to break it to everybody but i didn't watch the jets dolphins game um (laughs) how could you not watch that game it looks like he got hurt in the first half so ty johnson had a okay snap percentage but doesn't look like um he really had any carries they, even after he got hurt. And uh yeah, they were. Okay. So Tevin Coleman got five carries. So he might get more of the rushing work and then Ty Johnson. So, so we're get. trying to figure out which bad running back to pick up for I this. don't know. I, I would I would pick up Ty Johnson between the two because I think he's got yeah a little bit more left in the tank. And he's um, got he's got pass catching upside too because he has um, yeah, he's a good pass catcher. The best a week five week five seven and eight he had uh in week nine he had 10 10 17 and 11 um but in those games he had like six or seven targets so yeah um and that was with michael carter in the lineup right um obviously this week he didn't really get much of a run on things but i think this is the guy to have tevin coleman Green. i think tevin coleman's gonna get like if you're desperate for carries. a Jets running back yeah i know well, I at this point in the year, and plus Michael Carter has been good. So I mean, right. We just got news pre-show too that Philip Lindsay just got cut, um, and so Mark Ingram traded. Philip Lindsay cut. That leaves DJ in the backfield. It does. David Johnson, and this is don't forget about Rex Burkhead, bro. Oh God, get the freak out of here! <laughs> of course they wouldn't cut him. Dude, Rex Burkhead had 18 carries this week. Are you freaking kidding me? 18, yeah, you want to hear what he had per yard per <laughs> per carry though? Ooh. 18 carries for 40 yards, 2.2 yards per carry. It sounds like it sounds like they cut the wrong guy. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I have no idea. Yeah, David Johnson hasn't really gotten a lot of opportunity. He has been getting some pass catching work. Um but this week he did have 16 touches. Mm. So I don't know if they're shifting to David Johnson rest of season to be like, Hey, you know, cause he's been there. He it looks, it looks like he, he hasn't been their goal line back either. I don't, I mean, that's, there's a lot of goal line opportunities in Houston, but I would add him speculatively. I would add him too. I think, I think if he's available, David Johnson is the guy to 
have. 109-year-old running back? Yeah. What was Houston doing? Just signing a bunch of old men and then Philip Lindsay and cutting. How is it David Johnson owned in our league? That's he's stupid. Is what it is. You were gonna. You were like, I need. I'm gonna grab another back. I, I mean, <laughs> no. I was just looking at it. I was like, oh, yeah. maybe. Um. So the, I would say those are the only guys really to pick up at the running back position this week. Yeah. Okay. That's, I think that's what it was. Let's talk about wide receivers. Um, so following the Robert Woods injury, I think Van Jefferson continues to be the number one like add at the wide receiver position. Um, he, well, I don't think he did amazing. No, he in didn't. The game where Odell came in and played, but uh, the Rams kind of sucked lately anyway. So, um, yeah, I don't they know. Lost two in a row. I know they've lost two in a row. I don't know where that's going, but I know the role for Van Jefferson hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. Um, it shouldn't change. And and if you watched any of that first game with Odell and that stupid butt wide receiver, Ken Schwarneck or whatever the frick his name is, what the hell? What the hell is... is uh, what I can't remember his name. Sean McVay doing. Yeah, I like, put Van Jefferson in the slot. Put literally anyone else besides a rookie wide receiver who it's sucks. It's because they they activated Odell and they wanted to ease him into it, but they really weren't going to play play him this week. Yeah, he only had twenty seven percent snap percentage. Either way, getting heated about. I just don't understand. I think ne- like, next week, next week, Odell's snap percentage is going to be like seventy percent. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, this isn't Madden though. Like, I, like I play Madden and I find a guy, you know, on the waiver wire, a seventh round pick, and I just target his brains out. Right. And then all of a sudden he becomes a number one wide receiver. Like Sean McVay's trying to play Madden right now. <laughs> guy, stop. Uh, but anyway, so Van, either way, I don't think Van Jefferson's moving into the slot because I don't think that's his role. But the role that he had when it was just Cooper Cup, Bob Woods, um, is essentially the same. It really hasn't yeah. changed. So he's going to get six to eight targets a game. And I think that's worth having on your team. Yeah. No, it is. Especially if the Rams throw the ball like 50 times a game or 40 mm-hmm. times a game still. Uh, even though Van Jefferson's like the third, maybe even the fourth option in that offense. If mm-hmm. if Odell um, becomes Odell, uh, which hasn't changed from the beginning of the year for Van Jefferson, um, he's still probably worth an ad just because He's gonna like you said. He's gonna get like seven targets a game, um, and he could turn one of those into a big play easily. So, yeah, he's he's definitely worth an ad. He should be rostered in leagues. It's just, uh, I don't know. Again, not not super exciting, but he should be at least be on a roster. I agree. Um, Marcus Valdez Scantling had uh, twenty points, I think, or something stupid. Um, yeah, he I, does that like. Every once every like five weeks, I know, and then everyone says, I'm gonna draft him this week, this year, because uh, you know, he's a second wide receiver. No thanks, uh, because Alan Lazard was out too. Yeah, yeah, 123 yards, but only completed like four of those. So, right, Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't want anything to do with scaling. I don't really either. Um, if Lazard is out again, though, I mean. Maybe if you yeah. are desperate, you can add him. But yeah, yeah. Um, and then Robbie Anderson's another guy that I'm kind of like gross on. I know it is gross, but Cam Newton actually likes him. He's had so. six targets in two games. I mean, um, 
12 targets in two games, so he's averaging six. I mean, I guess I, he should be rostered, especially if there's like some interest there in Cam Newton throwing to Robbie Anderson, which Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold was not doing. Um, but I just don't think he's a good receiver. So, yeah, that was a waste of money. That contract. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, I would look at Cedric Wilson. This is not a long play. This is a very short term. CD Lamb has a concussion. Amari might not play. Add. Okay. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, because Amari Cooper is out. He's officially out oh, for Thursday. And CD is yeah. not out yet. CD is not. CD has a chance, but if he got a concussion, I would. I would don't think no. he would. Yeah, I don't think he's going to play. It was a. I um, think it was a minor concussion, though. I don't want to speak for any medical professionals, but. Um, he looked a little, did you see that play? Did you watch any of the Cowboys game? Um, a little bit. So it was the end of the half and Dak chucked it to the end zone and, uh, CD tried to catch it and the, the cornerback like jumped in front of him and then he landed back and hit his head and he got up and he was walking to the sideline and he, he just looked out of it and I was like, there's something wrong. And then they come back from the half and they're like, CD game, CD lamp out for the rest of the half with the. I'm like, oh, freak me. So, and I know you're a Dalton Schultz hater, but would you start him with FCD Liam and Amari Cooper? Probably. He had like 10 yeah. targets again. He's Yeah, he'll he'll get a good target share this week. That's probably a good start. Are they playing? Targets, Raiders? They're Raiders, yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's not a bad uh, start. <laughs> um, I don't think there's anyone else at the wide receiver position. Kendrick Bourne has actually been kind of intriguing to me the last couple weeks because he seems to be the only wide receiver that they want to throw the ball to. when they. He's definitely... Jumped Aguilar, I will say. He's clearly the. I don't know if he's the. I don't know if you would say he's the first receiving option like him mm-hmm. or Jacoby Myers, but he's definitely 1A, 1B. It's interesting, too, because he only gets 43% of the snaps. Because he's never out there for the. They put Nikhil Harry out for like every run play. <laughs> he's starting to get more targets, that guy. I know they gave they gave him two whole targets this week. Ooh, that's better than the one whole target he usually gets. But anyway, I know. Yeah, I don't think there's any other wide receivers that I would want to add at this point. Yeah. All right. Let's let's move to tight end quickly. Um, we have uh, Logan Thomas. I think I believe he's still on IR. Uh, I think he's getting activated actually this okay. week. Um, early in the season, he had 10, 7, 10, um, which for he, a tight end is yeah, it's pretty, pretty good. solid. And he has a yeah. good schedule down the stretch. So I would add Logan Thomas. Yep. I think we've said that on the show though, every week. Um, Conklin has taken the place of Irv Jefferson or Irv, Irv Jefferson, Irv <laughs> Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's actually been decent from time to time. Um, and if you're, if you're in a dire need of a tight end, Against mm-hmm. San Francisco, I don't want that. Yeah, but, uh, outside sweet. of those two guys, I'm not. Yeah, uh, it's it's a gross list, bro. You don't want Evan Ingram and his five targets, two catches for twelve yards. No. Yeah, he had a good he had a good week two weeks he, ago. He does have he, he has uh, some good weeks, and then dude, our boy him. Adam Trotman from the off season. Finally had a breakout game. Had like 18 fantasy points this week. Friggin' A, dude. Oh, never mind. He only had 
14. He had like 17 in PPR. He's been seeing 14. an increase in target share, and I've been keeping a close eye on him because I was like, oh. He has been getting targets the last like, few weeks. I don't, and that's probably because of Semyon. Yeah. Frankly, oh, but he got hurt out four to six weeks. Oh, frick me. <laughs> so why is he on this list? <laughs> that's like, sleeper is I mean, not, not sleeper. Fantasy Pros is wasted right now. They're so yeah, dumb with the waiver drunk. wire as we are. This is like the most boring <laughs> show I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. That's... We're like, we're like, oh, look. It's like, you know, that gif of the avocado. Yeah, it's an avocado. Van Jefferson's just the avocado. Oh, it's an avocado. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, but anyway, oh. yeah, there, there's your waiver wire list for the week. Unless you have any other tight ends, Rick. Uh, no, I think that's, uh, okay. That's there you go. Weaver wire for week 12. Hopefully there's more interesting guys next week. Um, this week's interesting. We got Thanksgiving. We had a big Thanksgiving themed show. We're not themed, but show tomorrow. And then, uh, and then next content Friday, Saturday. We'll see you then guys. Later. Thank you for listening to the fantasy champions podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.